This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back to another episode of The Drop Podcast. You know who I am. I'm your host, Lance Descott. I know you guys haven't heard from me in a while. I've been on the Hawaii Blues fan vlog at night, the pregame show, the intermission shows, and also the postgame show. So I have been keeping busy, just have not had the time to be able to do a audio podcast, but I'm here. We're going to talk about the Blues loss to the Avalanche in game one of their series, four to one. It was a disappointing loss by all means in every aspect. I would say the only positive was, of course, Jordan Bennington. My goodness, guys, faces over 50-plus shots. The guy had a stellar game. He gave up three goals and had so many shots on him. His save percentage, if I'm not mistaken, was somewhere around 940, 939. That is amazing in a playoff game. But two things happened in this game. The Blues could not get enough pressure on Grubauer. They couldn't get enough people in front of the net to screen Grubauer. It was normally one and done for them. And the Avalanche would clear the puck out very quickly. And the Blues didn't have a lot of great scoring chances. They had a few, but nowhere near as many as the Avalanche had. Issue number two, the Blues could not stop the Avalanche from coming across the blue line with authority through the whole game. It wasn't too bad in the first period, but it continued to get worse through the second and the third. And when you let a team like the Avalanche get that many opportunities, they're going to score goals. There's too many great players on this team. The Blues just couldn't keep up speed-wise. Kairou, I think, only played 13 to 14 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. He's your fastest guy. Yeah, he's a young guy. But you've got to get your speed guys out there. You've got to give them more time on the ice. I know that the Avalanche have two very, very good lines, a pretty good third line, and a good fourth line. Not great, but they roll out some good lines. The Blues, on the other hand, a lot of the guys played hard. They really did. It just seemed like the Avalanche always had a step on them. When it came to the officiating, I thought the refs were very fair. The only call I thought they missed was one on Kairu when he had a breakaway. I thought that possibly could have been a penalty shot, but of course it wasn't. The team just did not look like they were up to the challenge against the Avalanche, and they're going to have to be in the game tonight, Wednesday night, in Game 2. This team cannot go down to the Avalanche two games to none. I thought that through the game, Berube made some good adjustments, but Bednar was just ahead of him every single time. The Blues could not him the Avalanche in the neutral zone, and that's what you've got to do with a team like the Avalanche. You cannot let them enter the neutral zone cleanly. You can't do it because then they enter the offensive end cleanly. And when they do that, they're going to score a lot of goals or at least get the opportunity to score a lot of goals, which they did in game one. I thought Brube putting Samford on at center was just stupidity. The reason that he said he did it is because it forces Samford to move more. Well, in my mind, if you've got a player 
who's had an issue with not moving enough, the way to get him to move is not to put him in at center. The way to get him to play better is to set him. He makes way too many mistakes. Vladimir Tarasenko had a great first period, some great hits. He had a shot where he just hit it off the post and couldn't quite get it there. But in the first period, he played well. After that last hit, he disappeared. I don't know if he re-injured his shoulder or what happened, but he really disappeared. You've got to give guys like Thomas, like Kairou, these guys with speed, more time. You've got to put Costin in game two. You have to. He should have been in game one. I don't get why he wasn't. To me, it's a farce. You've got a young guy with speed, with skill, who can play physical, which is what Berube wants people to do, but yet Clem Costin's not in the game. Clem Costin would have been better at center than Zach Sanford 99% of the time. Now let's get to Jordan Bennington and what happened after the game. Jordan Bennington saw Grubauer start a tussle at the end of the game with some of the Blues players. A lot of people liked what he did when he ran down the ice trying to get to Grubauer. I don't like that. I think it's a stupid, stupid move on his part. If you want to get down there and see what's going on, it's one thing. But if you really want to get into a scrum with another goalie when your team needs you, that's stupid. Let Grubauer get into it with a player. Let Grubauer get injured. You don't need to be running down there all half-cocked trying to get into a fight with Grubauer. What would you have done if you'd have been hurt? Would all the fans still be saying it was a great move for him to do that? I doubt it. Because then we would have Ville Huso in net. Nothing against Ville. Ville is not ready for a seven-game series against the Avalanche. He's just not. And I thought that it was just stupid on Bennington's part to go down there and do that. I love it when he shows emotion. I really, really do. But there's a time and place for it. Those are my thoughts on game one. Game two, there has to be adjustments. There has to be neutral zone adjustments defensively. There has to be adjustments on getting more people in front of Grubauer. There has to be guys playing with more of a sense of urgency. I really didn't see any sense of urgency after the first period. Uh, the Blues didn't play bad. They didn't play good enough to beat the number one team in the league. With that being said, the Blues have talent. They have lots of talent. And in the playoffs, you have to have good goaltending, good defense, timely scoring, a good power play, and a very good penalty kill, especially against a team like the Avalanche. The Blues, if they play their game, and if they stuff up the neutral zone, and they get good goaltending, good defense, they can beat anybody in the league, including this Avalanche team. However, if one of those is lacking, if Bennington has a bad game, if the defense has a bad game, if the penalty kill has a bad game, if the power play gets four or five opportunities and can't score on any one of them, the Blues aren't going to beat the Avalanche. Let's hope that they can get everything back in line, they can come up with a great effort and tie the series up at one game apiece. Otherwise, guys, going down to the Avalanche two games to none is going to be very difficult to come back. So let's go over that formula again. Strong neutral zone play. We've got to stop them from just skating through the neutral zone unattended and just skating right over the blue line with authority. That's the number one key. The number two key, 
Take advantage of your opportunities. Breakaways, two-on-ones, three-on-twos, power plays. The Blues must take advantage of those. Number three, get more people in front of the net, in front of Grubauer, giving him issues. Make him do something stupid. Make him whack you in the back of the leg or push you and get a penalty. This team has to find a way to beat the Avalanche and this game too tonight. And they can do it, but it's going to have to be a perfectly executed game. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this short episode of the Drop Podcast. Until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Drop Podcast. To get more of the Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.